This is hey, this Black is Black Prophet. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, what you what's happening? happening? I, I, I introduced the show now. That's, um, that's just Well, what yeah, I, but we tied last week. Yeah. So. I don't care. This is Plot Profits. If you're familiar with the show, oh, the this is a show where. Okay, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> like not, this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chad. You uh, can. You can. I will. Can I be the real prophet again? Am I allowed? Neither, neither of us are real prophets. But I, I'm the false prophet that gets to talk first. You're not the false prophet anymore, and I'm not the great prophet anymore. We're just prophets. I wish we could make a prophet from this podcast. We may. I don't know. Depends on how close we are. Again, so you were saying something before I started. Uh, over you. Yeah, what, if, what you were are, you saying? if you are unfamiliar with this show, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, we will be t- discussing Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh, we will be prophesying the plot, as the title of the podcast suggests, based on the trailer and clip evidence released by the studio. Uh, what is the studio of this movie? I didn't. I don't remember. Leica, I think. Okay. I think that's what they're called. Gotcha. So Kubo and the Two Strings is this stop-motion samurai action adventure that looks very charming and unique and original. Yeah. I'm. So I was moderately aware of this movie before we decided to do it. And I only suggested we do it because there is literally nothing else that weekend that looked remotely good. So I was like, "Uh, do this weird animated movie. And then after watching a bunch of trailers for it, mm-hmm. and like, oh, this actually looks good. And then I watched some behind the scenes, and oh my god, it's actually a stop motion film. Yeah, and it does not. I didn't realize look, that. I mean, it, it kind I mean, of I, has I, I that thought, style. I thought, I thought, like, I thought they animated it to look like stop motion. Right, I didn't think same. it actually was. Yeah, but no, it's all the characters are stop motions. A lot of the backgrounds are like green screened in and stuff. So like, there's that level of com- computer animation, yeah. but. It looks like all the major set pieces and all the monsters, all the characters are completely stop Even the motion. water. The water, dude. Did, did you see the thing? Yeah. How they make the water? The feature. If you haven't watched the feature about the water, go watch it. It's amazing. And it's like they take a Very bunch impressive. of like these, this network of copper cables, move them up and down, and just throw like a blue sheet over it. Mm-hmm. And, and then it there's looks, those cardboard so like waves in the background. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks amazing. Yeah, I'm actually um, really excited for this movie now. And yeah, just visually, the whole thing is so striking. I mean, those witches, we'll talk about those witches later. Witches be those, crazy. Those haunting, like that's just a very haunting image. Uh, so yeah. like they're able to do a lot with practical um, props and stop motion. And yeah, it's just... Which is refreshing. It is refreshing. The last stop motion movie I can think of, well, there was Anomaly, so which I still haven't seen. I haven't even uh, heard of that. Okay, Charlie Kaufman wrote and directed it, and um, it looks it was basically advertised as like the most human movie of this past year. Um, just about a guy and a girl in a hotel room, and I think it doesn't leave that hotel room mu- much, but it's like easily could have been filmed. With like real people, but, but they decided stop to do motion. stop motion. Yeah, hmm. um, I think there's just something about the raw humanity that like to make them stop motion puppets is uh-huh. to like say something. I haven't seen the movie, but um, excited about it. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox is a is a favorite Fantastic of mine. That's Mr. a Fox. Wes Anderson film. Stop motion. I'm trying to remember if I've seen it. I know I've heard of it. It's quite good. 
the last stop motion thing I remember seeing was Wallace and Gromit. That was yep. that was claymation, yep. which is a subgenre of stop motion. Is Kubo technically claymation? No, because it's not clay. It's not clay. No, it's what not is clay. the material they use? It varies. Like they okay. they all have like all the, all the people humanoid things mm-hmm. have these metal skeletons. Okay. And then I don't know what they use for the outside. Huh. Like. I don't know how what you would mold onto that other than clay or paper mache, but it looks a lot better than that. Well, whatever it is, it looks great. It does look great. And the whole movie looks fantastic. I am thrilled about everything about it. I have one qualm with qualm? them. Qualm? And that is trailer number two. Which one was that? Trailer number two is the one that gave away literally everything that happens in the movie. Oh, yeah. And it's what I'm basing my outline on. And hopefully, it was a little misleading in some ways. Hopefully. But I think I'm feeling pretty confident about my plot prophecy this week. I am as well. I'm pretty confident. All right. So, so uh, watch, we, I bet we got the same thing. We probably honestly. did. We ready to hop into this, this thing? Because remember the last easy movie we had, The Purge? Where we were almost identical. Yeah, then I except, took a risk and I got punished for it. You thought the movie was going to be risky for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought, you know, it's, it's a threequel. It's time to do something different. I mean, you look at horror movies in this age, like Paranormal Activity. The first two are identical. They're basically the same huh. movie. And then the third one, they bring in this whole nother element of like, you see this cult of witches like at the end and it's just like whoa that's risky and that's weird and then the whole franchise has changed it after that how many of those have they made i thought they would take a risk they made six and they've said that that's the last one but somehow i don't buy it i haven't seen any of them wow i i'm not i don't like jump scares and those look very jump scary i'm quite a fan of them um scares see no of those movies okay in particular jump scares are pretty cheap and yeah. uh, those movies have some jump scares. They have some very earned, like, long, slow-build scares. Um, but what what I love about those movies is just, like, the the lore that's built behind the movies. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the, the iceberg of storytelling, where, like, with every story, it's like an iceberg. And uh-huh. what you see is just the tip, and then there's just, there's like, all this big, stuff underneath. a lot underneath, like, character motivation, et cetera. Um, the mythology behind the paranormal activity series is something I geek out about. I love it. Because, hmm. like, you discover a little bit more every movie that happens until it's just, like, crazy by the sixth one. And then the sixth one's a pretty bad movie, oh. unfortunately. But but at least you know what the mythology is. So, I don't know where I, what I was about to say, so why don't we talk about Kubo some more. Kubo, yeah. So, you ready to hop into our prophecies? Sure, sure, I guess. Fine. Let me hear your act one, uh, starting with the opening image. Okay. The opening the opening image, I think there's going to be some, there's probably going to be some kind of narration, and then there's going to be the thing with uh, what looks like Kubo's mother in the boat, in the ocean, and there's that big wave, and she strums the guitar thing, and the wave goes away. Right. That's like some opening introductory, hey, his so family is powerful. Let me ask you this. You say there's going to be some sort of narration. Do you know what the narrator will be saying? No idea. Okay, it's I, probably, feel, it's, it's, I feel like we as prophets need to start being a little more specific than we were last week, because our vagueness is what got us into trouble. Yeah, okay. 
I mean, the narration was just something I just came up with off the top of my head. It just gotcha. feels like there'd be someone saying, like, there once was a great warrior who was very powerful, and his wife was powerful too, and. So okay, and, so just then, just completely setting up the narrative of like who this family is and yeah yeah although that may be a bit redundant because then in the setup when we have Kubo and his mother in their cave I mm-hmm. guess that's their house I guess and they're talking about his father how he was right. very brave and very handsome like you Aww, <laughs> mom moms they're all the same right every single every one of them every single one and that's so, what the feminists are trying to get us to believe right. That all moms are the same. I think that's I'm the, I saying think, things that are opposite of reality. So okay, I, was, I was about to on say, purpose. <laughs> I mean, my mom was like that. If there's enough moms like that, that that joke is relatable, right, to a lot of people. But some people's so, moms are murderers. Yeah, some people's moms are dead. All like right. Uh, what happens in your setup? <laughs> I know you talked about so that. the explanation of the father. When Kubo's taking care of moms. Yeah, and then um, he's in the village doing his, like, weird paper puppet show with the music. and I don't know how yep. that works. Like, he's controlling, like, these origami figures with music, which is kind of neat. So that that's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the theme is Kubo has been hearing all of his life so far about how great his father is, how powerful he was, and... His journey in this story is going to be him becoming powerful like his father, mm-hmm. but at the same time being his own person. Right. Because something like that, it's like very easy to like get caught up like in the shadow of your father and always be associated just with him. But he's going to be his own man somehow. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Catalyst, the creepy witch ladies show up because witches be crazy. Hey, that's a good joke. Laugh, yeah. please laugh. It's please clap. The witches be crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? Is, is that okay? That's is that's that good? fantastic. Okay, cool. uh, the cool, cattle, cool, cool. catalyst, the 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 witches that are be that be crazy attack, and the mother gives him the wings and he flies away, and then he wakes up in the snow place, and the monkeys like you're in danger. We gotta go, and then he's like, but I don't want to go, and that's the debate. And then the monkeys like, but you have to go, and then they go. <laughs> okay. Also, the mom dies. I left that part out. Ah, yes. So, what and about the, the other villagers? Uh, they, a lot of them die. I don't know if all of them die because mm-hmm. the village is getting just wrecked. Right. Okay. I, I want to say because I think the guy that George Takai plays is one of the villagers, and I feel like oh. they wouldn't kill George Takai in the first act because okay. he's kind of a bit. But I don't know where on earth he would fit in the rest of the movie. See, I had George Takai as someone else. Because because he was... Well, I only saw like one clip of him, of his character in the trailers. Yeah. I just figured he was in the village. Gotcha. Because the lighting looked similar to the rest of the village scenes. That makes sense. There there is that scene, and I wasn't accounting for that scene when uh, when I cast George Takai. But, whatever. So, my act one... Oh, I was just going to say, the, then the break in the two is him and the monkey going on their hero, heroic journey. Sounds good. So my act one is nearly identical to yours. Sweet. So <sighs> in the opening image, we start with Kubo's mother, her origin story. Basically, I see that um, that 
wave scene with him, with her strumming, and then the wave dies down as taking place within the aftermath of Kubo's father's death. So that's the context of that scene for me. She she does look a bit... um, Sad about her husband's death. Like bloated in that scene. Like maybe she's pregnant. Yeah, I think she's pregnant with Kubo. Yeah. Um, And so that's why Kubo never met his father, as we find out in the setup when... Kubo wakes up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy and he goes and takes care of his mother who's sick and she's, for whatever reason on this day, he's asking her about his father because uh, he never met him. Because the story um, demands it. That's why. It could be because the story demands it. It might be because it's like the day he finally gets the instrument. Like it's some hmm. form of like uh, tradition in this village or within this particular family that you reach a certain age, you get your magical instrument. I'll I'll go ahead and say that for differences sake okay, because cool. other things aren't really different. So I think on this day it's like his birthday, he gets the instrument, learns how to like play it um and uh hone his craft in this like with these origami puppets. Um and so that's all of my setup. The theme stated is Kubo wants to be just like his father, wants hey. to be the powerful magic man. Um now my catalyst is a little different. This is where like the pacing changes, but like the same things happen. So okay. like it can be a debate for that day who was right or wrong because this the same things happen. It's just the pacing. So my catalyst, I would say, is uh, Kubo when he's using his magic with his uh, two stringed instrument. Uh, I think it has three strings actually. It's called the two is, strings, and it's I know, very, but like I'm know. pretty sure it has three strings. Like I counted several times. Like there's, hey, this movie's called three, two strings. There's three um whatever you call them. Uh, yeah, prongs on the tuner. Not maybe nope, one broke. That's not it. I don't know. Uh, maybe a string breaks. Yeah, but regardless of that, Kubo and his magic has alerted the evil one, or evil ones, ones. of his presence, and now. These evil ones, they have, at this point in the narrative, vague objectives to kill the Kubo bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tra- they killed his father and tried to kill Kubo a long time ago. Um, and it's not till now that they're resurfacing and trying to kill Kubo again because of the magic that he's done. That's summoned them. And, like, I th- probably something happens where the mother realizes what's happened. Like, he's like, no, stop. You're going to alert the presence. You're not ready to, like... Do this. Maybe maybe we shouldn't have given you that instrument after all. That type of dialogue happens. And then huh. Kubo okay. goes out at night during the debate period to try to prove himself that like I am too powerful enough. I am big enough so far. Like I, I can be like my dad. And he's doing some magic stuff at night when the witches come. And they're like, Kubo, we've been looking for you. Nice and creepy. Very creepy. Very haunting in the trailers. Um... And then the break into two is the witches destroying the entire village, mother included, and uh, Kubo getting away because the mother puts the wings on him. And um, and then, yeah, that's like sort of the break into two is like him being whisked away. Whisk. And then uh, lit- literally the next thing that happens is meeting the monkey when he wakes up. So you can call that a part of break into act two. You can call that a part of fun and games, like the launching into the fun and games. But... Mm. Regardless, that's my act one, which is very similar Neat. to yours. So similar. Yeah. So nice. why don't you tell me yeah. your act two just up until the midpoint? Up until the midpoint. All right. Yeah. Uh, so one of the first things they do, they, they meet up with the beetle guy. 
Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. The so Beatle. what are they doing now that they're going on their journey? What is I their journey? I have no idea. You have no they're idea. They're going to find the armor. There you go. Is what they said. Yep. I don't know what the plan is to do that. I just know they're doing it. Uh, anyway, they find Matthew McConaughey, who is a beetle, which is just funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is a beetle. Charlize Theron is a monkey, which we've done a movie with her before. Yeah. Yeah. She was in uh, Huntsman. Yeah. Let's hope this movie's better than that one. Let's hope so. That movie kind of... It was a it was, fun romp. It was kind of bad. It was bad, but it was it a was, fun romp. Yeah. It was a romp. Yeah. It was definitely a romp. So back to this movie. Yeah. Uh, they find Matthew McConaughey. He joins the gang. They go to the skull cave. Mm-hmm. Right. They go in there where there's the sword. Um, McConaughey, the beetle, pulls the sword out of like this skeleton hand thing. Mm-hmm. And then the big skeleton monster appears. Um, there's probably some very brief fight. But then they end up escaping by... Um, beetle grabbing monkey and Kubo and then they fly out there's a scene in the trailer of them like flying out of what looks like the eye hole of a skull which mm-hmm. is part of the mountain formation whatever they're in and that's them escaping that and then shortly after that this is around where this is mid pointy ish mm-hmm. they Kubo makes the ship out of leaves they get on the ship and they be on their way I'm laughing because it's just it's it's exactly, exactly the, same. the same as me. <laughs> so Fun and Games picks up where he meets Monkey. Monkey tells him like, uh, "Your mother just like basically gave me humanity through magic." Blah blah blah, um, and we have to go find that armor. And then Kuba's like, "Yeah, I know of this like one place where my father might have been. Uh, my mom used to always tell me about it. Let's go there to find it." That's where they find Beetle. And Beetle's just been there since, like, Kubo's father's uh. passing, probably. And then um, I think that Beetle is, like, the key to them knowing where to go to find the other places, where the pieces of armor Yeah, would that be. makes sense. Because Beetle was, like, created by Kubo's father. And so he, like, had all these adventures with him, and he was like, ah, oh, we need to go down to the, the Skull <laughs> Mountain. And so the Skull Mountain, again, for me, it's... The, for me, the order is sword, breastplate, helmet. That's the order they go and get the pieces of armor from. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's more pieces than that based on the trailers. I think those are the three, like the body armor, the sword, and the helmet. Uh, I, they go get the sword first from Skull Mountain. Exact same thing happens where like they summon the monster and then they escape through the eye hole. Uh, and then, yeah, they, uh, Beetle has... The, he knows that the that the uh, the the body armor is at the bottom of the ocean, and that the helmet is on the other side of this body of water uh-huh. on some island, and they got to go get the helmet after they got to swoop by, get the body armor, then continue down the ocean to get the uh, helmet, and so Kubo makes a boat at our midpoint. <sighs> okay. So what happens next for you, or should I continue? All right. Or should so we just tell the story together because we're telling the exact same story? <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Last time, we weren't different until Act 3. That's true. So um, right, I'll just say what I have happening. Now that I look at this, this is probably more... Like, the mid, the end of the midpoint and the bad guys close in kind of overlap here. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, so I have the, the witches show up and attack the boat. Monkey does some 
crazy fighting with them. Right. Uh, so now the witch is attacking the boat. Does this happen before or after they get the breastplate? Before. Okay. Or like, it, it leads to them finding the breastplate because okay. then Kubo falls in the water and he goes down deep, 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 deep to where all those eyeballs are. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, did you see the featurette where they showed how they control them yeah, with the bowling ball? The bowling ball. <laughs> that's so to, cool. To get like a very uh, controlled. Um, the fact they put that that much it. thought into like these creatures that are there for what looks like very briefly. Yeah, is incredible. I hope it's briefly for Kubo's sake because it's like, scary. Because like they had to write software to like read the bowling ball. And yep. anyway, let's get back to this movie. No, it's it's so an cool. amazing just work of like of art and of technology just coming together to make something yeah. amazing, hopefully. Like when, when engineers and artists stop bickering and they get together. Right. Like what this podcast is all yeah. about. Yeah. You filthy art major. And you, filthy you media studies sell out uh, engineer. Yeah. How is that selling out? Because you know what's going to make you money. And you decide to do it. Well, that see, is why I know that's why I picked it at first, but now I do it just because I like it. I know what's going to make me money, and I decide to do the opposite. I decide to start a podcast <laughs> and not make any money. But um, I, I, I joined the podcast. That's true. So you're getting better. And I'm looking for a job. Better. So that's me getting better and being more like you. We, we got to meet in the middle. Got it. That's what this podcast is. It's just like Kubo. It's beautiful. Engineers and artists coming together. <laughs> I feel like I've changed the narrative of my argument yeah, like three times. A bit. I'm, but I, I can't tell if you're arguing for my original point now. or if I you're, don't know. I can't tell I don't you know that what either. my. So Kubo falls in the water. There's the okay. eyeballs. There's the armor. He gets the armor. Um, Beetle's, Beetle managed to get down there for some reason. He's in the trailers just swimming around. So does he just around. stumble upon the breastplate or is he looking for it? Um, you know what? I bet what happens is that while the attack is going on, Beetle's like, hey, the breastplate's close anyway. Let's just go now. Monkey can keep him busy. And then they go into the water. Gotcha. I just made that up. That's not really in my outline. but <laughs> Okay. I just thought of it. Okay. Seems like a good idea. Uh, so they go to the water. They get they get the armor. Um, and then this is where I kind of not quite sure how this happens. I just know it does happen. Beetle and Monkey, they get taken captive because there's a scene with them both like all bound up mm-hmm. and Kubo's there. Um, so that's the all is lost. Last Dark Knight of the Soul is them being captured. They're in that dark, ruined village looking place. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're there. And then break into three. Kubo has his armor now and his sword. Wait, wasn't the helmet with the armor in the bottom of the ocean? Was it? I thought I... I didn't think it was, but I could be wrong. Let's I'm, pu- I'm going to pull up that clip. You keep talking. What? Well, you, so you had, you had the helmet and armor being separate, right? I did. Okay, why don't we use this as a difference point? Okay. All right, so I just find armor and helmet at the bottom of the ocean at the same time. That's what I'm saying. You're saying that's not... See, we're different yeah, now. We're different. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We can. That's good. Th- not, we cannot both be correct. It is literally right. impossible. So, like, there will be a false prophet. <laughs> there forward. will be a false prophet, unless didn't we have something else that was cl- clearly going to be different? Unless that evens out. Oh. Um, we need an odd number of different things. Of, yeah, we need yeah. to make that a thing now. Like, just <laughs> develop these obvious points of contention and make sure that there's an odd number of them. Sure. All right. The first one. The first one. It was something to do with 
Oh no, it was just pacing that was different. Right. Chad Chad's too distracted to reply to me because he's he's on his um on his phone over there because he doesn't care about this podcast as much as I do. Can we just get this over with, man? <laughs> like <laughs> Anyway, so break into 3, he fights they spawn that golden worm thing, the worms coming to kill them or something. He fights the worm thing, he defeats the worm thing, he probably fights the witches too. He defeats the witches. All the bad guys are dead, all the good guys are alive. Final image, Kubo is I maybe he rebuilds his village. He either rebuilds the old village or he moves to a, a new one and they're all together. He's all together with his new family of misfits. Cool. That's the, that's the movie. Okay. Well, after the midpoint when they go out to sea, uh keep in mind they know what they're looking for. They know that this sword is at the bottom of the ocean cuz Beetle had some memory of him dropping his sword or something dumb like. Oh not not the sword. The armor. The armor. Uh, has some memory of that happening. So Kubo's swimming down to go find it. Encounters some wild beasts. Beasts. The, the many-eyed monster, yeah, whatever it is. And then, you know, Beetle comes in and they help fight it. And they escape this thing and go up into the boat where, like, monkey's dealing with the witches. And so they like, go up into that. And then they're trying to fight them off. And they're like, we want Kubo. We want Kubo. And then uh, they end up um, taking um, Beetle and Monkey away. And I'm also going to say, there's not a lot of trailer evidence for this, but I'm going to say that sh- the witches or whoever, that they take their humanity away from them too. They like take the magic away. Because oh. like, the magic was what created the humanity within them uh-huh. from the instruments. And like, I think this, these villains are like the opposite of that. And they do the opposite of these things before okay. they take them away. Um, just to lure Kubo. Kubo does something here with his instrument to destroy the boat, uh, make the bad guys go away, all this stuff and ends up shipwrecked alone on the Island where they were mm. supposed to go to get the helmet where he meets George Takai the ghost father. The ghost father. The ghost father. Old friend. Old friend. And this ghost father, it's just this typical samurai movie thing where he's trying to tell Kubo, like, you must go and finish your journey and uh, and uh, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you're dead, so why should I listen to you? You don't this, know what you're talking about. This sounds familiar. And then... This, this sounds like Star Wars. And then it sounds like Lion King. It sounds like every movie <laughs> ever. Um, and then Kubo's like... I don't know. Kubo's dad convinces him otherwise and then he learns how to use the armor and the instrument together and goes to fight the dragon. Oh, also, in this scene... Uh, Kubo's father explains to him who the evil one is. It's just some long-standing enemy with Kubo's father. That wa- Kubo's father stood for good. This dude stood for evil, and they're just like the anti each other. And so he goes and faces the bad guy's dragon head on. The witches are like the henchmen for these guys. Vanquishes them with his sweet guitar solos or whatever <laughs> happens and brings his friends back to life, puts the humanity back into them with his guitar, and then rebuilds, rebuilds the village as the final image. Cool. So, yeah, with his magical guitar, there he's rebuilding the image. Or rebuilding the village, not the image. 
rebuilding the final image of the village. So that is, we have some similar outlines, but there are some differences. Yeah, there's some differences. Thank God. Okay. I think it's impossible for us to tie. It should be. It should be. It should be. Either like you were too vanilla and that's going to come to bite you or I was too out there and it was just a vanilla movie and it's Uh going to come back to bite me. Similar to Purge. Yep. So, but it seems like just the fact that this movie got made tells me it's not going to be vanilla. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It seems like a typical, either of us kind of have a typical hero's journey thing going on. True. And it is like a family movie. Yeah. Like a, I think this is the first PG movie we've done actually. Dude, let me think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Everything else has been at least PG-13. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a family movie. They usually have more basic storylines. Yeah. Because kids haven't seen that story a million times before. That's true. That's something I haven't thought about is like if someone watched Kubo and the Two Strings and then they watched A New Hope afterwards, <laughs> they might hey, think, it's the same hey, like Star Wars <laughs> is just like Kubo. Whereas <laughs> anyone else would be like, oh, Kubo's just like Star Wars. So it's. Or any other hero's journey before Star Wars. Yeah. Not that it was the first hero's journey. It's just like... It was the first. It's just <laughs> the, the prime example of it in right, modern yeah. film. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this movie. I'm looking forward. It has very good reviews so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like wow. best animated movie of the year. Did you hear that like thunder? That. Did hear that thunder audience? I thought it was someone knocking on a door. No, no that's it's thunder. definitely thunder. Yeah, it's thunder. It's definitely thunder. But that's how powerful it was. It sounded like knocking. Because knocking okay. is so powerful. So powerful. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Four, at Four Eyes Network. That's our parent network. You can also follow this particular podcast at Hot Profits Pod. You can follow Hot me at Chad A. Oliver on Twitter and Vine and Instagram and all that stuff. I was really trying to get this over with. That was I just am, I I hate the plugging part so yeah. yeah Four Eyes Network Plot Profits Pod Chad A Oliver I'm on Twitter Curtis underscore Hammonds I never use it follow me anyway I need some followers if I get more followers maybe I'll tweet more but I need to tweet more to get more followers and it's an endless cycle of nothing happening please help oh God and speaking of endless cycles of nothing <laughs> happening um, this has been plot this has been plot profits <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to plot profits. <laughs> Tune in next time for Yeah, tune in tune in next time for plot profits. For plot profits. Thank you for listening to Plot Profits. Plot Profits is uh brought to you by the Four Eyes Podcast Network. All right. Four, four eyes, eyes for your ears. For your I'd like ears. to thank our special guest, Matthew McConaughey, here for All right. just doing the end. All right. All right. All right.